You can hear my big ass nose breathing <laughs> really heavy. <laughs> fucking nice liberal bicycle rider hat douchebag you're welcome <laughs> isn't that the same kind of beanie you made fun of a week or two ago no far different i made this hat i knitted this myself did you i really did nice yeah. i like how it feels nice it probably feels good on the head and i did it in a way that i just like made up like i didn't follow like any sort of pattern or anything I just figured it out. I made like an L shape and then I just sewed it all in together and made it a hat. You fingered it out? Yeah, I fingered it out. Uh, My dad said that no, once and I laughed. What I what I make fun of is the people that wear their dumb beanies that are way too long. Like, Oh, you don't make fun of the tiny beanie guy? No, no. Tiny beanie, I'm on board with. Tiny oh, little, little tiny bicycle hat too. I like those. I don't wear them, but I like them. The cycling hat? Yeah, I like those. I don't mind them. I would never wear one. The though. people that wear them, I would say, you, you get a fifty-fifty shot. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great. Because I I know some people that wear them that were like pretty cool back in the day. Like they were like bike punks that weren't fucking terrible people. But then there's that other fifty percent that are just the worst. The worst kind of people. Yeah, because bike punks. A lot of them have some great ideas. I mean, I don't, I don't see them as much as I used to. Like when we were in high school and uh, college, and I don't even up until like you know maybe the last eight years or so, because I used to see them everywhere. But Liz and I were at the aquarium. Uh boy, I think that was which a, one a, over a year ago because I think I had just gotten over COVID which in uh, Baltimore. Baltimore. Honey, was it Jersey or Baltimore? Baltimore and we Baltimore? saw we saw two bike punks that were in a romantic relationship although lord knows what they they'd probably call it a partnership or something were they holding hands cycling down the street they were not they were enjoying the aquarium and I and I go honey look do they have punks. locks on their pants or something uh what they had like line tattoos and what is the line tattoo can you explain that yeah it's like it's like an old squatter thing is it yeah I've that's seen, where that like came from I've seen so many Two line on the forearm tattoos. Yeah, and I've well, never known what it is. So a lot of like the, I mean, I could. Oh God, get into it, fucker. It's it's so annoying. Okay, all right. I'll I'll give like a brief sort of thing about it. So back in like the when the squatter punk things. Okay, so I guess I guess we could go back to in the eighties when Crass was becoming a larger band. Eighties mm-hmm. into the nineties and gutter punks were phasing out. Anarcho punks and gutter punks were phasing out, and they were all becoming like squatter train hopping punks there's probably some fucking asshole listening right now it's like he's completely wrong but here's how I, i've seemed to learn about that's it how in you my... listen to podcasts yeah 100 <laughs> percent. um but yeah because when i was growing up and i started listening to bands like choking victim and then who uh, you know eventually became leftover crack brag uh i guess <laughs> I'm kidding God, that guy's in trouble right now by the way you, you probably heard about that. No? Nope. Okay, so... Don't know. Don't care. Well, anyway, them guys were all... Um, what the fuck was their... I think their squat was called C-Squat. And anyway, all these punks had all these dumb ideas about anarchy and fucking... They hate capitalism and stuff. And then they don't really do anything about it. They still, like, make records and sell them to people for real money. Mm. Uh, so, I don't know. A lot of it's a bunch of fucking rich kids that decided to run away from home 
and they wanted to look tribal, but they didn't want to get tribal tattoos. So they got they started getting line tattoos like on their chin and and like you like around their ankles and wrists. And then they would get like Mm -hmm. shitty like stick and poke tattoos. And Mm -hmm. it sort of became part of the culture until until it was. I don't want to say gentrify, but until it was made like hip and cool, it was it was made. uh, I can't I guess I can't say Target style anymore, but or, or Kmart style. You know how like Kmart found punk and then grunge happened grunge became punk rock you could buy if you did you ever watch the documentary hype from like like i want to say like almost 20 years ago it's a really good documentary about how the grunge movement started um because grunge is just the worst do you 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 don't like grunge right i like grunge do you wow man there are some good there are some good grunge bands like like mud honey Alice in Chains, Mother Love Bone. Uh, let's see. Uh, Husker Du is... Ar- they're in the grunge scene, They but started as like a, a post-hardcore band. But yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Mad Seasons, probably the best one. Uh, there are some... There, although... People the fucking love Mud Honey. They're good. The, hit, the, hits, the hits are passable, but Nirvana has a great catalog. You can take the culture... You can leave, you can leave the Walmart t-shirt shit behind, but... Nirvana has some undeniably good songs. Smashing Pumpkins. I don't consider great, them a grunge band. Great at point. All. They're from the same scene, though. They're from the. They're from the pop. The from the. They're from the camp of the sub pop records guys, and they're all from. They out weren't there. on sub pop though. Yeah, but they were associated with all of them though. Who, who were they on? They went to each other's shows. They played tours together. They're very. They were very much in. I will say, if you consider Smashing Pumpkins a grunge band, which I still don't, but if that's the popular opinion, I will say that's the only grunge band or band of that era I truly like. I really like that band. I never liked Hole. I think they're terrible. Yeah. I didn't didn't get it. Hole walked so Eyeball could run. I would say... Stop that. Yeah, I got to not do that on the microphone. I didn't realize how much the microphone was catching that noise. I would say, I would say eyeball is much better than whole. Oh yeah, I wouldn't deny that. Yeah, um, and not just because we're buddies with them. If you, I if you haven't listened to last week's episode, you should because it was a fucking good yeah. One. That was a good episode. Um, I liked interviewing them. They were they were great people. Um, no, I I just didn't get Courtney Love's voice or I like I didn't get it. I like her voice like a lot, but it's because I I think the Distillers. I love Brody Dahl's voice. Me too. I think they're the best band to come out of that epitaph era of punk. Like, you know, with the Rancid and fucking like Tiger Army and all that shit. Like, I just think the Distillers were the best. Anyway. I don't associate Tiger Army with any of them. Well, Tiger Army was on Epitaph Records. They may have been, but they're like, they're like AFI wannabes. No, they're Psychobilly. They're not AFI wannabes. They were Psychobilly band. Their their aesthetic is they AFI. were they were the revival of Psychobilly, and for two thousands people. Let's see, Energy. Oh yeah, but I don't. I mean, Tiger Army. They're all copying AFI style aesthetic wise. Not not at all. Do you know anything aesthetic about aesthetic wise? Yes, they were. No. Do you Clothing? know anything about Psychobilly? That's that's all they were. If you if you look at Psychobilly bands from the eighties, that's what Tiger Army was trying to be, except with a little bit more Mike Ness. From Social Distortion. I've heard different Tiger Belly. Or Tiger, Tiger Belly. Belly? <laughs> Tiger <laughs> Army. I've heard different Tiger Army songs then. 
Well, I mean, just look at the. I mean, like I can first two I can records. I can visibly see them. With the stand either way, bass I, and stuff. I really I never was into their music or anything. I just it's, I know a lot about them because I was in the rockabilly world for years and and psychobilly world and yeah. It's like fine. I got to open for Frenzy before. That was cool. If any of the listeners know who that is, they probably don't. But they were a really big psychobilly band in the eighties. Don't worry, they were. <laughs> it, was, it was cool. Oh, and I got to open for the Blasters before. Do you know who that is? I sure don't. So there was a film from the 80s with Diane Lane, Willem Dafoe, and Michael Paré called Streets of Fire. Oh, and Rick Moranis. Man, I'd like to take a stroll down Diane Lane. <laughs> Can you press whatever button you fucking feel that deserves? Um, so it, it was a movie called Streets of Fire. And uh, they they were the band in the movie, and it's pretty cool getting to talk with them. Sounds like a great get. Honestly, dude, if you got to be in a movie with Rick Moranis, hell yeah. I'm talking about you getting to open for them. Yeah, it was. It was cool. If if the show was good, then that's good. It was. It was a good show. We were too young to be in the uh, place we played, and everybody like kept chanting our name until the the venue like let us stay (laughs) that's pretty awesome i liked it yeah well i almost forgot to say uh welcome to another episode of the podcast oh yeah this is thank you for your services hello hi anyway let's keep talking Mm, yeah i guess i guess we can start talking about work stuff i didn't even get to get into shit last week well i've been in and out of a fucking fuel cell for uh, a week and a half. What is a fuel cell? So a fuel cell is a imagine like a big rubber bag that holds. Oh, oh I'm thinking of one right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> imagine a big rubber bag that holds fuel for a helicopter. Okay. So like a fuel tank, but it's a bag. It's called a fuel cell, and sure. it's like a big rubbery bag. So last week. I was in and out of it. I can't, I'm sorry. I can't stop laughing from what? bag. Why? <laughs> because it's like a ball bag. Oh, like a... Like like a testicle. Oh, okay. I see. And I'm sorry. Keep going. That's okay. Fuck. I'm a child. Um, I'm five years old. So I crawl in and out of that thing every day, uh, all day. Uh, my knees are hurting. Everything. How big is this bag? It's not that big, which is why it's perfect for a person my size. Um, oh. For the listeners, I'm five six and maybe like just under one hundred forty pounds. So that's it, yeah, dude. dude. I can bench you. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. I'm a small person. I, I know. I appear large. So. <laughs> no, you should see his silhouette with the boxers on. <laughs> so uh, a guy at my work, he's he's just like genetically a beast like he his name i don't know is this friend of the show jay no no no, no, not jay another another guy okay he's he's just um he's he's like us he's like an old school punk rocker and Uh, i'm I'm totally old school well what i'm saying is like he he's close to our age he's like only a couple years older than me Uh, oh yeah because i'm i guess i'm like a year older than you but whatever oh man but what i'm saying is he grew up on like punk and all that shit anyway he uh but he's genetically like built for the army like he was supposed to be a soldier you know what i mean he used to be like a machine gunner, and, and uh, he's he's a good dude. Um, but he, you know, he fucks with me. I do jujitsu with him, and he fucks with me. And today, he, you know, he just was like, "You're just small." And I was like, "I'm not small. I'm a petite male." And everyone's That's laughing. That's what that means. I know, I know. But we're you'd have to understand gotcha. the humor of the office, of the daily workplace. So, um, and and everybody starts laughing, and you know, of course, like my the joke is the I is the 
irony of that, right? Like I'm saying it to be funny because I know it's a silly thing to say. But then of course there's always like somebody who's like petite and male should not be in the same sentence, you know, but then they're, they're, they're making a joke on top of it. But I'm like, yeah, I know that's, that's what makes the joke funny. Brittany Griner shouldn't be six foot eight, but look where we are. I don't know what that is. She's the basketball player who just got released from Russia today. Oh, that girl got released. Okay. Yep. Good for her. So you're calling, you're crawling in and out of this bag. Oh dude. So yeah. So I have to wear uh, a respirator cause you're just sucking it. And like my big ass nose is sucking in all the fucking fuel fumes possible. You know, I'm sucking it in for the two of us. Like me and another guy work on it. I'm sucking so, it in with two noses over there. There you go. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, so last week was was a lot of inhaling fumes. Uh, I felt kind of sick the first day. Then I started wearing the respirator and the proper gear, and I was fine. You PPE. Know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, PPE. Cute. And uh, and and I don't know why I didn't the first day. I guess I didn't really know what I was getting myself into, and I was being stupid. And then yeah, so as soon as I wore the proper stuff, I was fine. But then so then this week we were doing what's called the liner, which is what the fuel cell drops into and it lines the, and it's all like bulletproof shit. So it like lines the inside of the the frame that the fuel goes into and yada, yada, yada. So then I had to like glue this into place. It took fucking forever. We had to- Into the helicopter. Yeah. (laughs) You have to like use special adhesive. And then we had to figure out ways to prop, put pressure on all the walls to make sure it sticks to the walls. And it was a, it was quite a hilarious, process um and then today we used this sealant stuff that smells even worse than fuel uh and i inhaled it and i instantly got a fucking stomach ache so then Mm -hmm. i had to wear my respirator again i didn't realize it was gonna smell it's like acetone you know like Mm -hmm. how acetone smells it smells just like that uh but it was like times 10 Hmm. um so i was doing that the last two weeks here at work um i'm trying to think uh i've been doing jujitsu uh, just once a week still. Uh, I got my ass handed to me last night. I'll tell you what, this guy, he's really good, nice guy, but he actually flipped me and threw me last night and I landed on my head and I was like, oh my God. You're not supposed to throw in jujitsu. Well, no wonder you hate it. No, I don't hate it. I actually, I love it, which is why I have to do it sparringly because if i start getting super whatever if i get super into it i'll probably get injured because like when i used to wrestle that's when i got injured because i did it so much because i would do the summer like i would i would do it in off season and just like Uh, practice i'm I'm telling you man i think you just need to find better partners because no we do round robin jujitsu largely people don't get injured um so my chiropractor even told me she's like i what are you rolling your eyes at? She's a doctor. They're not. What do real you doctors. know? Get out of here. They don't have medical. They don't they go fix, to medical school. She fixes me. They don't go to medical school. They're not. Yeah, because they go to chiropractor school. What's that? What's that? I don't know, but I'm <laughs> definitely not smart enough to do it. I'll tell you that. Eh, doctor any- to me. Anyway. Oh man, we should have her on. No. Why? Uh, okay. If she would want to. Yeah. Oh man, I'll ask. I'll ask. Hey, you want to be you want to be on my podcast? <laughs> yeah, I know. No, <laughs> she killed. Me. She, she snaps your neck. For oh asking. my god! No, she actually really fixed me. When I came home from like basic training in AIT, I uh, I I was limping. I had a I had a fucked up hip, and when I found out more about hip problems, they're actually back problems. Mm-hmm. And she did this thing called scraping. Dude, I was. I've had that. So okay, so you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, I had it for, on my front. For listener. 
Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. To get like blood flow or something? Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly that. That's dude. So for the listeners who have never who don't know what this is basically. If it, just in case you don't have a physical therapy degree or something. Yeah, or you just never had this done before because I never heard of this or knew what it was. She rolled out like a stack of like stainless steel like alien looking tools and I was naked mm-hmm. with just a a like a cloth on or she, what's it, like a gown. She's like, why are your clothes off? <laughs> no, that was the thing. I was like, I got down to like, not like almost nothing. And she was like, yeah, you have to take like everything off. And I was like, I do, do I have to, you know, but I was, I'm fine now. Now we're on like, we're on a good basis where like I can do whatever, but, um, and not get like nervous, but I still, I'm just not like a touchy person. I still jump a little bit when I get, uh, touched, but she's really good about it. Like she, she knows I'm like that. Well, clearly a professional. She's very professional. She's really, really good doc. Just a good doctor. You know, general. like does it for a living, like practices it a lot, sees a lot oh, of yeah. different people. Oh, yeah, dude. She's doing 100 people a day for, or whatever. I don't know. That, that Maybe would, not 100. But... That would be entirely too many. Maybe like 20. Yeah. That's still too many. It's I don't more, know. It's probably closer to like 10 or less. No, probably not. It's probably like 20. How long is a session? So... I probably only am with her for about ten minutes. How long or is 15. the how long is the block of your appointment that you set? It, it's never how long the block is. It's more it'll start at like I'll say the whole thing lasts about a half an hour. So and I from do door to door, like you enter yeah. and you leave is a half an yeah, hour. Yeah, because I'll usually go in at like nine fifteen and be out of there by nine forty five at the latest. So which is great for me. At the most. In an eight-hour day, she could see 16 people, in theory, without a break. But what I'm saying is the first half of that time is me with Stim on. But she's still not... That doesn't mean she's off doing somebody else. She is. I promise. (laughs) She 100% is. And then she washes her hands, you know, sanitizes stuff, and then walks right into my room. She's getting after it then. That's what I'm saying, dude. She's busy. And then she's starting to do dry needling too, which I told her I would. Uh, Sounds great. I would I've, do. I'm terrified of needles, but I I trust her with the process. So. It's come highly recommended to me. Okay, and acupuncture cool. too. Yeah, Liz does acupuncture. I'm very very curious to try it. Um, but anyway, so she 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 used these alien tools to like scrape out all my muscles, and it fixed me. Like I can't. Mm-hmm. I truly. I walked out of there, and I had felt like dog shit for months dude and i was like i think i'm just different now well a lot of pain and inflammation is caused by lack of blood flow yes and like you know like weird sprains and stuff and then i don't know you start to favor stuff because it hurts and then but yeah so i got my shit rocked last night at jujitsu but in a good way i had i had a great time i wasn't super tired like last uh my like my first class week yeah yeah last week Mm -hmm. um I, I came out of there energized and happy. I'm just real gross and sweaty. I came home, you know, mm-hmm. showered, we ate. Man, I still, I highly, I really disagree with them dumping you on your head. I don't like that at all. He, the way, he just, he took me down. You know, I mean, it's allowed in jujitsu. It was a takedown. It was a, it was similar to a wrestling takedown. Okay, so. But it was, you, it was, how was when it? You I think said he took that, me over, yeah, like behind him. So it was like a German suplex? Maybe. I don't know. I can't. I you almost remember can't remember because <laughs> he's quick. You hold. You hold the person in front of you and yeah. you dump them. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty much like that. It was like Greco-Roman style. Like we. That, what uh, happened to your arm? 
Did you where? get bit by something? No, that is where my watch normally is. Oh, it looks very gross. It's and there's only... a, and there's a I see that it's a tan line now. It looks almost uh-huh. bruised. Uh, do you I wear do, your watch too tight? I keep it pretty tight, yeah. You keep it tight? Keep it high and tight, huh? Yeah, especially when I'm work. Like, I was just in the gym, too. Oh, cool. So, What'd you, what were you doing? Everything. What's everything? Okay, so today, this is riveting stuff. I was, uh, I did, <laughs> I, did leg, I did leg press and curl. I did yeah. bench, and then I did uh, shoulder press and um, um, high pulls with a kettlebell. Oh, very cool. The end. You feeling good? I feel great as can, always. Can we talk about your fucking Austin Powers shirt? Sure. By the way, why did you? Are you a big Austin Powers fan? I sure am. I didn't know that. It looks like you have. You haven't even watched that shirt yet. Mm-mm. That that's straight from the mail, isn't it? Nineteen ninety nine. That's a real nineteen ninety nine Austin Powers shirt. Thanks, eBay. Wink. That's wild, dude. That green room shirt you sent me was really cool. That is done. That that is a boot done by somebody I know. Uh, if you uh, a little pluggy, if you like, um, if you like horror movies, and if you like video games, I uh, both those things. Uh, and a, an acquaintance of mine, Joe Sion, makes uh, really cool designed shirts, and he can be found at espionage.vr on Instagram. I think I'm gonna go buy that shirt you sent me. They only have one left, and it's an extra large. Ah, uh, never mind. Well, I'll go look at their stuff anyway. They do. He he does have great shit on there. Tons of stuff on sale right now too. Espionage.vr. So I doubt you've been watching my video game streams or anything lately, but uh, yeah, I've I'm usually busy editing videos. There you go. So that's a no. So anyway, well, I've been streaming Atari lately, and I'm going to stream Atari uh, tonight, like late tonight. What's late? For me, late is like. Yeah, for you. I'm asking you. What's, 10 o'clock. What's late? That's fucking late. Yeah, because I normally go to bed around 9, 9.30. I was playing, I've been playing Ninja Gaiden. I do. Don't give me the grandma glasses. What the fuck? Liz, what time I go to bed? Does he? Oh, there you go. Liz has never lied even once. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I get up at five every day. Pish posh. When do, when do you get up? You Don't you get up pretty early too? I get up at six. Oh, you get up at six? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I normally am texting you around six thirty. Some right. some days, just to post reels, I get up at five. Because I try not to text you too early in the morning when I'm already up. Because when I'm, whenever you're texting me, I'm all I'm always also up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I've been I've been told by multiple friends like, do not text before such and such time because I'm up early because of my job or whatever army shit. And I don't realize what time it is. Like, I don't think like other people are still asleep. Well, I'm glad they're your friends because they're not my friends. Those people should grow up. They should grow up. Yeah. You can do a thing called turning your phone the other way around. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Or just like silence all your shit. Silence it. Yeah. I have a show tomorrow night. Are you coming? I will be there. (gasps) You're actually coming out. Oh my God. This guy. I'm very excited. Is Mel coming? Yes. No, I'm leaving her at home, chained up. So. So, yes. <laughs> so you're bringing her out, but still chained up. She Can has... you bring Mel in on a leash? Uh, <laughs> One she... of those baby things? I would rather her bring me in on a leash. Whoa. Whoa. Sounds like things have been spicy lately. Uh, We will be there because she has a thing up here tomorrow Ooh. and we'll be here anyway. Is it my show? Is that her thing? She, I'll, I'll repeat myself. She I got has you. a thing. What's her thing? That's her thing, not our thing. 
Okay. Can I know her thing? Mm, off the air, sure. Oh, okay. I got you. Hey, somebody did a message in the chat. Oh, good. I can't read it from here. Oh, wait. That's what my phone's for. Thank goodness. Okay. I'm gonna. Uh. Yep. Uh, stream manager. How do I do this? Excellent. This is going Torsten. Great. Okay. I can't see the. Wait. I can't read it. Hold on. <sighs> I'll be able to read it on my phone after this one. Hold on. You are not. I'm going to go read it. Oh, my oh fucking my God. Told him to saying he'd go to the show. Don't let him use the thing as an excuse. <laughs> Hey, jackass, it's not an excuse. It's called an obligation before the show. Obviously. Kiss my ass. Obviously, Torsten is joking around. Good. I am too. Yours sounds so much more serious. Well. Yeah, because your humor comes off horrible in text message. That's why sometimes I'll just look at the text and ignore it. Well, you don't know how to use emojis properly. And you've never ignored a text message either. I ignore plenty. You reply to almost every text. Almost. And and uh, it may not be that day, but you, <laughs> yeah. it may not be within that hour, but you will reply. Because sometimes I go, I'm not answering this shit. That's very cool of you. No, let's, it's let's not. Let's talk about something else. Please. I'm not. I've never been cool. No one's ever gone, man, Matt's really cool. Let's fucking move on. <laughs> okay, move on to what? What else you got? Oh, brother, do I have stuff? Well, um, you get to meet my coworkers tomorrow night. All of them are coming. All you mean We're every single one of them? Almost all of them. Are I'll any, say. Are any of your superiors going to be there? Yes. I'm going to bust their fucking ass. I can't wait. No, they will. No, one of them. What are they going to do? Beat me up? They might. Oh, <laughs> They're going to get drunk. Oh, brother. They're going to fuck shit up, dude. We're packing that place in tomorrow. One of my like big bosses is coming out. Oh, I can't wait. And my biggest boss ever is coming out, my dad. Ah, Mr. Rick. Mr. Rick. Yeah. The utmost respect for Mr. DiDonato. What else has been going on? Loyal listener of the show. Why haven't you listened, Rick? Right in, He does listen. What? What were you saying? I'm sorry. Um, No, I mean, that's it. I got one license plate, but it's- What is it? (laughs) It's just stupid. It just said the man. I love. <laughs> I love that. It's so dumb. I'll I'll transition nicely into mine then. Okay. I saw Mr. Rice. Mr. Rice. Uh huh. Okay. Let's see. Uh, I saw I saw a sticker that said it said I love train horns. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love train horns too. <laughs> Like that, like that Francis Bourgeois guy from TikTok. I don't know what that is. Well, or I actually Instagram, deleted TikTok. Instagram, rather. He's on. Okay. He's just a guy who he. I'll just say he he really loves trains. Really? Yeah. I, okay. Like, so a lot. I think I've talked about this before, but when I retire and I and I made sure Liz knows this, I'm gonna become a train guy because I lo- I do love miniatures in general and I love building the all the tracks and all that stuff and building the little towns, but I just don't have the space at the moment. So when I was going to say, no, I know, I know better upsize. Yeah. Yeah. We will. We will eventually. You literally are Bobby Boccalieri. I don't know what that is. (laughs) What is that? But who's Bobby? That's a, that's a Sopranos reference that you should get when you should watch the show sometime. Yeah. I'm probably not gonna, he's, he was one of the captains on the show and he was a train guy as well. Dude, I gained a follower and lost a follower all within this stream. 
Well, <laughs> I think it was Toriston. Good. Bye. Let's see. I also saw Dark Soul. D R K S O O S O U L. Whatever. Dark Soul. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I, that's so funny. I can't even laugh. Like, of co- silly. Like it's so like they they must take themselves very seriously. I saw it in a parking lot. It's it was. A big shocker. It was in the back of a truck. They definitely have been to a high school prom without being in high school, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Dude, I yeah. get older. They stay the same age. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. I saw, in in that same parking lot, I saw Badiddle. Badiddle? Uh-huh. What the fuck's Badiddle? B-A-D-I-D-L-E. Badiddle. <laughs> Yo, that reminds me, I've been learning how to write Atari game code. Yeah. And the, the software you write in is Butari. <laughs> they just added a B to it. Oh, I just thought it was funny. Yeah, so they can't like copyright them or whatever. Well, I think it's also basic Atari. Like it's in oh. basic writing, but it's just called Butari. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was funny. Anyway, go on. Go on. And I saw Spark. Spark? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's kind of cool. S-P-A-R-K. Yo, there's a fucking dude who used to come in the barbershop, the old barbershop I worked at, and he would ask people, he would tell people, call me Flash! And I'm like, what the fuck does this guy do so well that he needs to be called Flash? He clearly is into trains, too, if you catch my (laughs) drift. I don't think he is. I think he thinks he was fast at one point, maybe. (laughs) It'd be so funny if you race him. You're like, okay, let's race. And he... Like that, like that sloth from from fucking Zootopia. Oh, my God, dude. He runs like... Yeah. Like the ones that work at the bank? <laughs> yeah. Oh, was it the bank? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Or is it, no, station. DMV. DMV. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fucking so on point. Um, yeah, that it, it was hilarious, dude. Fucking flash. I don't have a heck of a lot of topics today, so I'm, I'm kind of ready to freestyle. No, dude, this is episode 50. Free, freestyle. Be free with your bad self. Yeah. 50 episodes. For those of you who have been listening for almost a year now, uh, yep. thanks. For mm-hmm. what you do. Thanks for listening, and we're gonna, we're gonna, there's gonna, there's gonna be another episode next week, and there's gonna be another episode after that. We're just gonna keep going until one of us fucking Dies. gives up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I love doing this every week. This is now that I'm not in bands. I think I've said this on here yeah. before, but uh, podcasts are so much fun to make, and it's there's a lot of work involved, but it feels like it's a really nice creative output for me. And as a huge fan of podcasts, I love, I like, I listen to so many every day, like several a day. And that's the content I enjoy, I think, the most. I tell you what, for, I've been a fan, I've I've talked, I've said this before, I've been listening to podcasts. Since 2007. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. but this podcast specifically kind of keeps me on my toes because this isn't my comfort zone. I actually hate, I actually hate talking about work. But I love to talk to Tom, so it makes me go, okay, let me let me get creative about something I don't like, so that I can make it. It, it gives me a challenge to mm-hmm. like keep it interesting, and it makes my brain like if I just if I just did a horror movie podcast, I wouldn't really be learning anything, you know. I would I would a lot of podcasts, which is a lot of why people listen to them, is a bunch of is is two or three people talking to each other and just agreeing with each other on everything. Name me one original horror movie podcast. I'll wait. Well, 
I mean, I, we could say Wicked Horror Show. They're pretty original. Well, Aaron is original, yes. What? Isn't his name Aaron? No. What the fuck is his name? Fuck, he was on this goddamn <laughs> show. God damn it. It's A Knuckle. Yeah, that's A Knuckle. His name's Kev. What? Yeah. Oh, it is Kevin. Yeah. God damn it. It's, it's Ke- Kev. It's Kevin. Yeah. Well, he goes by Kev. Sorry, Kev. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, I, I love horror movie podcasts. God damn it. What um, a fool I am. But, it, it, you know, this this type of thing, I like talking about. I like talking about other people's jobs, and I and I like that it makes me okay. So here, this is one thing I actually wanted to bring up today. We talked about this before, but and I've had to learn to not be like this because my dad's like this. When you talk with somebody, you don't just wait until it's your turn to talk. You actually you listen. You listen to them and you compute it, and then you you formulate a response. Exactly, you formulate a response. Yeah. So I really like getting people on the show to talk about what they do for a living so that I can then learn about a new thing or whatever. And I think, I think listeners and in turn, you learn about that person. Yeah, exactly. Like I learned about, I don't know Jay from a hole in the wall. I learned about Jay. Oh, you're great. I learned about, um, Jonas. Yeah. Let's see. I even learned about Andrew. Yeah. Last week. I did too. Fucking. Yeah. I have no, I still don't really understand. I mean, he's just like does like numbers. I have an idea of the company he works for. I'm, <laughs> yeah. pretty, I'm pretty sure they're one of my. Okay, so you, I wasn't the only lost one. I'm pretty sure you. they're one of my customers. But either way, this is a great show for me. I love doing this show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for everybody out there, you know, we'd love it if you wrote in, even if it's something bad. You can, you can literally tell us to fucking sixty nine. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we will. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? By episode one hundred, I don't know. Huh. Episode sixty nine. We'll see what happens. Hey. Oh, now he's thinking. All right. Um, Let's see. The one, the one thing I wanted to talk about today yeah. was. Um, oh, you're in the military. You should, you should definitely know what this is. Maybe you can even explain <sighs> Probably it. Probably don't. Go ahead. What is a Twic card? I have no idea. You Twic? don't know Twic. T W I C. Never heard of it. So I didn't know this either until I had to apply for one. So, currently, I am attempting to get into a iron workers union in the mm. state of Delaware because I want a job that has an exit, that has, uh, yep. or not an exit, but a finish, I'm sorry, a finish line. Yeah, of course. You put in 30 years with a union, you make great money along the way, some of the best benefits there is, you get a pension, you can also contribute to an annuity, and... There's there's a lot of other benefits to it sure. too, and there's like a there's a nice like fellowship or like there's a nice like quote unquote brotherhood with other union people, either in other ironworkers unions or just unions in general. But the reason I wanted to do that a is for the like number one the financial aspect of it, but number two, every person I ever spoke to about union work says the exact same five words what best decision of my life okay yeah and that's literally across the board i'm not making that up 11 different people said that very phrase to me yeah dude electrician and it's great to know a trade i mean in general you can't ever uh, you'll never not need a trade now you'll always need iron workers so iron workers i didn't know exactly but they put up like steel structures 
they work on bridges, uh, support support stuff, connectors and fasteners and things like that. So I was like, I could do that. Why not? I know a guy who works in the local 40 in New York City. I know a guy in the 451 in Delaware who okay. I apl- just applied to. Yeah. And 401 Philadelphia Ironworkers, and they all said it's the best one. And anyway, 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 I'm applying for this union. So I went to the union hall and dropped off my application along with, you know, documents. And the one of the bosses at the hall was like, do you have your Twit card? And I said, uh, I sure don't. What is that? And he was like, it's this card that you get that basically allows you entry to secure facilities like ports and bridges and things of that nature because almost every job site that they work on requires it. It's essentially like it. It's just so we have our military ID. So it's essentially that's that's clearance, if you will, yeah. to enter secured areas, and it basically tells ever whoever you're not a threat. Okay, it's like a passport entering a country. Interesting. It's, it's a form of identification that is for it's it's. I think it's 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 um. I'm I, I should have paid more attention, but it's I think it's through, still learning. I think it's through the TSA specifically. Yeah, like our our military ID. I don't want to give like too much info about that kind of stuff, but uh, don't forget people can Google this shit. So I know, not, I know. But what I'm can, saying is like not many secrets here. We there's like they can be read and scanned, and mm-hmm. you know I'll just say that, and then. Um, some of us with certain MOSs, like my MOS, my job, has to have – I have to have top secret clearance. It's literally mm-hmm. called top secret clearance. I, I thought – the first time I heard that, I was like, it's not called that. It is. But it really is. So there's secret clearance, there's top, top secret, secret clearance, clearance, and then and there's there's steps above that. Mm-hmm. But like – Those are the fucking there – were, There were like dumb jobs I had to do overseas. Like just, just literally like I had to like check IDs and like look through bags and, and briefcases and make sure people weren't like taking paperwork back and forth or, and, they, and they didn't bring cell phones in with them to these meetings. Ooh. And only people with top secret clearance could sit in this specific area and do this specific thing. Hmm. But it was like – it wasn't like I was doing anything like fucking – crazy it's just yeah, that's what i was doing checking bags like yeah. it was but you have you were to essentially have, a door guy i was a door guy yeah pretty much I but was, you still but need I that have clearance to have the top secret clearance to do, to do so it, yeah so same thing um the guy asked me if i had my twit card and i said no and then he was like it does this it does that and he said because if you did i could put this was on a friday he was like i could put you to work on monday if you had one right now and i was like well shit i'll uh i'll look into that so and, did you get one I applied for one. Okay. So they have to do background check. They do the background check. Uh, they the finger, they score. fingerprinted me. Yeah. And they... Uh, Where did you go to get one? Staples. Whoa. They do them at Staples? Uh-huh. They also do global... Uh, I don't think they do global entry, but they do the TSA uh, pre-check there. Okay. So that's like, so you can like kind of bypass some parts of security at the airport. This is very good information, by the way. <laughs> like, like, just for anybody who's... Yeah, like if you travel a lot, look into it. Uh, my dad travels for work, and he has pre-check and a uh, thing that they call clear. Can you get a passport at Staples? I don't think so. I think no, that's how do you get a passport? Is that post office? Uh, I think the post office is one of the main ones, and I think it. And like, I still need to get a passport. 
you can't just like get one. You have to make an appointment and like, like you can't walk in anywhere and go get it. Oh, yeah. I've I have no idea how to do stuff like that. You have to make an appointment. I'm pretty sure online, you can find all the shit. But anyway, all right. A Twit card is essentially a passport for entering secured facilities. Like, okay. oh, so he was like, like it could be something as simple as driving a truck, but you would still be working and like logging your hours and shit with them. So, uh, the application fee for a Twit card is a hundred and twenty-five dollars. And I found out, like, the union will do this. And I think my mom said the government will reimburse you for that, or at least a percentage of it. Huh. So I was like, what do I have to lose then? Especially if I, hopefully I can get the job. And, uh, uh, yeah, I get reimbursed for that. But uh, So, okay, so I made my appointment at Staples. And it took, I don't know, 10 minutes or something. Like I said, they fingerprint you, they take your picture, and, like, all your info. Oh, they asked me things like where I used to live. Oh, yeah. Because I haven't been at my current address for more than five years. Sure. So, like, oh, so where were you before that? Blah, blah, blah. And, uh... Make you turn and cough? Not quite. Not quite that involved, thank God. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I was. That was a shy day for me. <laughs> Fucking... God. Ugh. Dude. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time I had to have a Q-tip in my wiener? I think so, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was just for the test, right? Uh, When I had a prostate infection. Oh. It was the worst fucking thing I ever happened to me. Anyway, I had to have this like male nurse holding my penis. Sounds nice. And, and sticking a Q-tip down in it and twisting it. Because I thought I had I thought I had like some sort of STD like or VD. something. Yeah. And uh, it ended up being a prostate infection that I just got from some fucking bad bath water. <laughs> and not the kind you buy off of Gamer Girls. It's like <laughs> my normal taking a bath. <laughs> Speaking of Twitch. Yeah, yeah. So I made this appointment. I went in. The, the, the person who helped me was very nice, like pro. I thought they worked for Staples, but I think they were technically somehow an employee of the TSA because the person outside who was checking people in had like a TSA polo on and we were in the back of a Staples, so I was like, well, clearly they're not connected to Staples. But the person, like, I, I was joking around a little bit, like, lightening the mood. And because they do the shit all day, it's menial. The job probably stinks. And, you know, we were just, like, having as good of a time as you can with a complete stranger. So I left, and I was looking at office chairs and those little pads that you slide on. With a wheelie chair? Yeah. Because I need one. Ooh. Or uh, needed one in oh, past tense because I was, uh, well, well, well. I picked one out. And from like da- from down the store where the little boot, the, the office was, the person who helped me was like, hey, are you shopping for stuff? And I was like, yeah, I think I think I am. Because like, I, I wasn't sure if I was right. going to buy something that day or not. But she was like, hold on one second. And she, she left and came back and she gave me a 20% off coupon. Nice. Because it was like for, if if you do anything airline or whatever related, like it's just like a courtesy thing. Very so cool. then I did buy one, Ooh. and now I have a nice little, nice little uh uh, uh a wheelie pad under my uh chair where I edit this very show. Ah yes. Oh, you know what? You're missing a little pad guy for your microphone stand. I noticed. Oh. I don't know where it went. It must be in my bag. God, I can't stop looking at that now. Hmm. Hmm. 
I have oh. an idea. Hey. Oh, now there's none. Now it's going to slide all over the place. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and then there were none. And then there were none. But uh, uh, that was the one thing that's been on my mind, if you will. What's been going on at work? Who's been annoying you? Oh, boy. <laughs> Where do I start? Where do I start? Uh, so, first of all, you understand what the term gaslighting is? I do, It's yes. a buzzword, whatever. I do, yeah. I've been seeing that like everywhere in the past couple years. So, it is a thing. People do do it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I hate when I'm working with somebody who does it because they refuse to believe that they're wrong or that they didn't do something. I don't have any friends like that. <laughs> Go on. So it's something It's something as simple as like attaching a PDF. Okay. Like, you, like, like to an email. Exactly to an email. Okay. Somebody sends said email and I'm like, or I have to reply because I'm waiting for this thing. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, did you... Did you want to include the the whole PDF, like the whole reason for this? And they're like, oh, I did. I did attach it. And I'm like, uh, you didn't. <laughs> it's uh, it's not here. I would I would be as petty as to- I take... can prove it. <laughs> it's very easy to prove. And I will be petty and do that if yeah. you push my petty button. Sure. All I need is just a little push of the jackass button, and I'm, I'm off to the races. The but... jackass button. We need one of those. Dude, I'm sitting right here. <laughs> the jackass of the show. It's like a that was easy button. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of staples. Yeah. Um, but I was like, like, do you not like do the, these people like truly don't believe your lived experience just because it's not through their eyes or because they truly believe that they did this thing that I'm sure they meant to do or like like on something like that. Like the whole point is to attach this fucking PDF and you didn't do it. Yeah. So just because you forgot means that you didn't do it or that you did it and I'm wrong. Like what? Why are you sitting here silently? Do you have no thoughts? Oh, I didn't know you were done. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh. Unfortunately, most people don't have. Hmm. What's the word I'm looking for? Sense. Empathy. Mm, okay, you're right. Also. So, we, the world has always been selfish. I won't say like we live in a selfish time because I fucking hate when people are like times now are different. And I'm like they're actually really not. They're also yeah. They're actually very the same. Yeah, pretty much. Like people are like, man, people just kill each other with guns now. It was all about fists and stuff when I was a kid. And I'm like, mm. not at all. In fact, we have less. Well, besides our fucking mass shooter epidemic in this country. We like it's not like it's the Wild West anymore where there's a fucking card game gone wrong and people are shooting each other. I'm sure what I'm saying is that happened then still happens, still happens now. now. That's yep. what I mean. So I do get a little bit fucking mad. Like people are have been the same for hundreds and hundreds of years. People largely don't change. Things change and places kind of change, but people don't really change. I don't think. Um. I would say it takes a few generations for maybe a, like mindsets to change. Maybe even less so people, but humanity doesn't really change. The thi- the things that we experience yeah. and the things that we have change, but I don't know. But it is funny that you could say no you didn't send that email and they are 
they argue that they did. Yeah, when when you guys could just check the email. Uh-huh. So they it's like they don't really have the empathy anymore. They just focus on how right they are mm-hmm. instead of well, let me just backtrack and see if you're right. And that's something I've had to learn in life starting um so you don't realize how so I, I think I've talked about this on podcast before like I I raised my ex's kid and you don't realize how selfish you are until you have another life to take care of and that is something you kind of have to learn we're like no you're not always right let's go back and and check the fucking cam footage you know <laughs> like the, the security camera or in a way uh, if you uh, check the receipts if yeah. you will yeah yeah those things exist for a reason and i like i really like learning moments i've had i've had quite a few in the last decade of just like Oh man, I need to shut up for a second. I need to take. I need to swallow the the tough buttons pill or whatever the fuck. <laughs> like, what what what's I'm trying to say? Like the like a like you gotta swallow the hard pill to swallow, to swallow. You need to swallow your pride. Yes, most exactly. of all. And you gotta you gotta. Uh, I had to do when uh, me and my roommates overseas. Me and my one roommate. He he got pissed off about something and he decided to fucking yell at me about it and I was and I stayed calm because I I mean I was almost 10 years older than this guy and I was like I was probably like yeah maybe like six years older than this guy and I was like okay uh, I was like look I'll talk about this with you but let's go talk about it in private he wanted to make a scene and yell at me in front of all these people and it wasn't even something I did to him it's something my friend did to him and he took it out on me mm, so I had to sit him down and my other roommates they're all fucking like 20 21 years old just awful and I had to say, I said, "Hey, look." And and this and this took years to learn. And they even respected me for this, like, cause him and I were about to fight. Like, I was like, "Okay, we started fucking working out." Like, and he's a boxer, and I was like, "And he's and he's twice my size." I was like, "I'm about to lose this fight, but we're about to fight." We're either gonna fight, yeah. or you're gonna listen. Right. So I knew I couldn't beat him in a fight. So, but I didn't want to fight. You like, did the smart thing. And yeah. You sat him down. Yeah. I mean, he was a really good boxer too. Sure. We would box and shit in the room, and he was really good. Um. So, I had to sit the three of them down and say, "Look, guys, the, we're all going to be leaders one day in this business, in in this army business. When something upsets you, spouting off in anger." is not the road that you should travel down because you need to be okay feeling anger and also and setting it aside and figuring out how we solve the problem and it, I, and I just spoke, spoke to them like that we, we had about an hour conversation it was mostly me doing the talking and but like in a in a way that wasn't like I like hearing the sound of my voice it was a way like these guys were actually interested in what I had to say once I put it because like they were going, I never thought about it like that before. They, that kind had, of a thing. They had to learn it. And one of them even, in fact, the main guy had even said to me, he goes, he's like, I guess a lot of these things really do come with age. Like, And when he said that, I could tell he instantly felt like his whole brain flipped. He was from, an, I hope so. He was from an area of, of the United States that was very Christian, very, very white. He came from a very blonde hair, blue eyed, white family that were all very religious. He had never had something. He had never been insulted in a way. My friend insulted him. My friend called him a cracker joking hmm. around. I'm not even joking. 
and they kept they kept Joe and he didn't like that word. We 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 had made a joke. He actually took offense to it. Yeah. Wow. And he's the kind of guy who would always say, "Oh, you know, these this generation's so sensitive now," kind of a thing. Yeah. Oh, shocker. And yeah, I dude, I know. And that's and that comes into play of of the world doesn't change that much. People don't humanity doesn't change that much. Everybody's very sensitive. Mo- most people, most people are, are very sensitive on one and, way and or another. And that's okay, but when you start saying, "Oh, this generation's a bunch of pussy liberals." I I'm thinking in my head all the insults I could say, like a sil- like silly insults, not like you're a fucking you know I couldn't like use a derogatory term or something, but like like I'm thinking silly things I could say like boy you're really looking balder these days and how <laughs> upset they would be at that statement because they do those are the first people to fold. Um, but anyway, I could tell this this after that that discussion that argument or not even really an argument it was really a discussion Discussion. that dude changed he actually changed i showed him like Mm. this sounds crazy he he you know that's wild he came into the deployment listening to only like the the bull bullshit music like you and i would never even think to look into like 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 the fucking like pop country radio stuff like he didn't even like think about i literally after that conversation and I showed him a like I literally I showed him the band Suicidal Tendencies, one of my favorite all time bands. He fucking it's like it flipped a switch in him. It was so weird. He even said to me on the last week of the deployment, he goes, and, and I really commend him for this. He's a, he honestly is a great guy. He just was he was just all flipped Misguided. around. He never had experience to the East Coast. He never had experience to different cultures, different races. And uh, he goes, he goes, hey man, I really I really like goofed i really like goofed up and i I was like and i was like dude it's it's fine like we are we're all learning here i'm sure i didn't do everything right this whole deployment you know you guys dealt with me cutting hair all the time in the room playing guitar (laughs) i dealt with i dealt with a lot of fucking bullshit but uh i was like it's okay we hugged it out he's he's a good dude um he he just got flipped around yeah and it it was interesting and it, it is funny like humanity doesn't change that much but when you take the time to sit down and speak with people instead of just getting upset i think i would say 80 percent of the population will will listen and try and try to be empathetic but most people before you do that yeah their empathy is right out the fucking door on a surface level yeah for sure yeah um it's interesting now that i that i am a leader i'm on a low low level leader but once you get promoted to like sergeant or something you know i have two soldiers under me and i also have other soldiers that look to me for answers you know they you know we'll be fucking even if something like i'm like hey guys we gotta go clean the bathrooms like shit like that and then but they tell me they're like you know i actually don't mind doing this stuff with you because you do it alongside of us and um you know because i do i have empathy like i i put myself in people's shoes i've been there before and and but that takes a long time dude and and i would say most people don't come into those situations where they need to have a lot of empathy. They kind of just go through life worrying about eating, sleeping, trying to get laid, and fucking else. and being comfortable when they die. You know, and it's uh, it's a shame. I, I wish uh, I wish school gave you like real learning moments. Yeah, you know what? When I was um, uh, one of the requirements for the application for the union, yeah. were my high school transcripts. 
And I looked at my transcripts for the first time since I was in school. Because if you, with gun to my head, I couldn't have told you what my GPA was. (laughs) Really? I didn't care what it was. I didn't give a fuck about school. What did it end up being? Uh, I graduated with a two point. You also missed like half a year, didn't you? No. I missed, uh, at the end of senior year, I missed a couple of months. But not half by any means. The last two months of school I missed. Well, or a month and a half, really. School is nine months. Okay, so you missed... Okay, let's say less you missed... Less than a third. Less than a third. Okay, but Actually still. Actually about a quarter, but still. That'll fuck your GPA up. That's finals. That's all so, that shit. But either way, all, all the years of my school, I couldn't have told you what my GPA was. I didn't care. So looking at my transcripts and looking at the grades that I got... Yeah. I remembered, like I like I would look at what a class was, and I was like, oh, I think I think I remember that class. Some classes I completely blocked out and don't remember, because, again, I can't emphasize enough how much I hated going to high school. Oh, I did too. I had a horrible time every day, most days. Yeah, same. So, it put into perspective for me like all that I didn't learn in school. Because yes. so much of my time in school was spent waiting for class to be over. Yeah. Because it just wasn't like, like I didn't have teachers that were super engaging. If I did, it was rare. My classes, like, not that it should be, not that school is supposed to be fucking like fun or like a, like a great day every day. It's not supposed to be like that, but it should at least be engaging. I would so it was funny Jonas who's been on the podcast. Yep. You know, he sent me a video of this woman uh, describing why the school system isn't meant for you to succeed. It's actually meant for you to basically become a cog in the machine. You know that kind of a thing. I which, think I watched that video. Okay, yeah, very interesting video. I, I I can't I can't do it justice by just describing it because I'm not wordsmithy enough. But uh, but I realized that really young i was like you know we're not doing anything of importance i I mean but i still but the way my my dad was my dad was a a helicopter or a hover parent i guess you would say a helicopter parent a helicopter parent okay yeah and i i i have either a 3.6 or a 3.8 gpa when i graduated (sighs) and i did community service and i was in the honor uh, national honor society and i worked really hard in school but i'm not very i'm not very book smart i never have been i still I'm not. I try. It just doesn't work. I have to I have to go find something on my own and then learn it on my own or like one-on-one. When I'm in a group setting, I I get so distracted by the group, I I forget words. Like I literally do. When I read things out loud in a group, I don't even know what I'm reading. Mm-hmm. I I did it today. Cuz you're just getting through it. Well, we do a safety meeting every day. Uh, I'm sorry, every week at the end of every week. And I never read aloud. Well, today I decided to because I just wanted to move things the fuck along. And uh, I read a whole, you know, big paragraph and I have no clue what I read. <laughs> I literally had no idea what I read. Thank God he didn't ask me the question, you know, what do you think of that? He asked it to the whole group because I would have I would have not. What do you guys think of that? And yeah. What like, do you guys think? And I'm yeah, like, what yeah, did you think? yeah. What do you guys think of that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, dude, I have, and that uh, that's always been like that for me. I, I have to read a page a couple of times uh, to understand, and it takes me a long time to read books. But I love to read. I just it takes me a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny. Did did you listen to your mom's house podcast this week, by any chance? What was this week? 
Uh, I don't Giannis? remember the guy's what was it? Giannis Papas? No, no, it was, this is this is it's after him. Oh, I, I think I did. Keep going. Anyway, they had a comedian on. Um, I can't remember his name at the moment. Maybe Mark something. Anyway, uh, he's dyslexic, and the way he described because he he has he has no it idea. It was Phil Hanley. Yeah, I love Phil Hanley. But the way he started describing how he had to learn what words look like mm-hmm. and how he's, you know, he's dyslexic. Mm-hmm. It, it was so similar. And now I'm not dyslexic. I've been very fortunate. Like I know how to read. I, I understand words and stuff, but the learning process for me, I, it literally is. It's like, it's like me. Like sometimes I have to memorize like sounds and feels because I cannot like read something like we, my job is to like read manuals and then do what the manual says. Mm. It, it doesn't compute in my brain. Hmm. I have to... You have to do it? I have to do it, but I also have to feel it. Like, have Have you ever taken the actual, like, what is your learning style quiz? No, but... I, I did in college, and my results I was, wasn't shocked by. What, visual? I am a kinesthetic learner. And so, you, it oh, sounds like you are, too. So you have to do it, the thing. I learn by being trained and by doing it. Yeah, yeah. There's obviously visual, auditory... Uh, there's one, there's another one or two and there's kinesthetic and that's me for sure to a T. So, uh, uh, fuck. Oh, we were watching a show last night and they were, they were doing art in the show and they were doing speed drawing of a model of a live model. Yeah. And so um, I I asked, so my wife is is an artist and she went to an art college, just like the one in this show. It was Mm -hmm. that cabinet of curiosities, uh, Guillermo del Toro. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and I said, I said, you know, does it really go like that? She's like, yeah, you have to be able to like, she's like, sometimes like they give you 60 seconds to draw something. And I was like, I was like, I was like, you could give me a year and (laughs) I could never draw that. But with music and it's so funny with music and, and, and it's also interesting that you can put 20 artists in a room and everything will look a little different at, from the same angle. Whereas you and me are, are. I mean, I wouldn't even call, I mean, I'm a musician, but I'm really not. I'm really a, I'm a songwriter and a music player, if that okay, makes sense. Okay, that makes perfect and, sense And you me. are a musician. Uh-huh. So you and I can hear a song. We can hear a Misfit song, and and in my head, I know exactly what they're doing. And I can mimic it to a T on a guitar or drums, or I can I can almost mimic it vocally, but not not to the extent, but I can hit all the same notes vocally. Sure, yeah. And that is so strange to me that artists who are visual artists who are who are drawers and painters they will draw something and it'll all be different you and me go into a studio and we want to record let's let's say hybrid moments by the misfits mm. it's going to sound like hybrid moments by the misfits yeah like it's um, going to be exactly that pretty much if that's what we're going for yes and it's funny because because we're creative, we can go either way. We can either put it. We could put our own spin on it and make right. it a little different, or we could exactly duplicate it. But you could show me a drum beat, and and then I do the drum beat. Uh huh. Like that's just so wild to me. That's literally one of the things I try to be best at is learning uh, parts that were, you know, so I can fill in on. But shit. it's so funny, like like Liz. You know, she can just draw. Like, she, I could be like, "Can you draw me?" Like, when draw I was draw me in, a cat. But that's what I'm saying. Like, when I was in basic training, all we had were letters, so we'd write letters back and forth, and then you, you know, and I think I even asked her, like, "Can you draw Godzilla or something?" And she yeah. would draw me 
fucking Godzilla. But it looks different. Like it's you you know it's Godzilla, but it just looks different. It's not it's not Godzilla how I picture it. It's Godzilla how Liz pictures it. Mm-hmm. And Interpretation it's so nuts to me. Yeah. Whereas if somebody said, "Can you can you do a cover of Hank Williams' Lonesome Fucking Lonesome Whistle?" I'd be like, yeah, I know that's I know that song. I know exactly how it sounds. I know how the gu- guitar strum pattern exactly is. There's no interpreting it. It, it just is. Yeah, it just is. And that's that's really cool to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's boring for listeners. I know this is supposed to kind of be about work, but if you're if you I are mean, an, yeah. if you're a graphic designer, you probably know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. You can ask two graphic designers to make you a logo based on yeah. this, 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 and this. Yeah. And it'll be two completely d- different looking things. And that's really cool. It's crazy. Yeah. Art is nuts. Art is nuts. <laughs> All forms of art are nuts. Yeah. I mean, I can't draw worth a fuck. No, me either. neither. I can sculpt really good, though, uh, which is weird. I've, I, I've never tried it. I bet, I bet if you sculpted next to me for like a day, you would pick it up. Maybe. Yeah. But like like you said, like uh, if Liz has 60 seconds to draw something and I have a day, I wouldn't c- even come close. No, not at all. I, th- I think you're just born with the you, ability yeah. to see oh, yeah. things, you know, a certain way. It's just like you and I hear things a certain way. Did, when you're in school, would you ever like look over on someone's piece of paper and they're drawing something and you would see like those people who could draw really realistic faces? Oh my God, dude. That is the most mind-blowing thing I've ever seen is people who can draw like a photograph. So it's it's funny like oh, it's so I went to drawing camp when I was a kid because I was – my <laughs> dude, I don't think I ever talked about this in podcast. The first thing I ever wanted to do as a kid – was be a comic book artist because I loved comic books. And I and I even I remember going on stage in kindergarten. We all had to say what we wanted to be or whatever. And you said that? And I said comic book artist. Wow. And I and I took classes and all this stuff and I learned to draw, but it was through steps. It wasn't like yeah. I saw I remember we learned to draw Stimpy. That was my bet from Ren and Stimpy. And I learned Felix the cat. Did way. you really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I can't do it anymore. But, but that's going. what I mean. I could only do it like that day. And I and then like it it immediately left me. Like I remember trying to do it at home and I was like, I don't even understand how this is supposed to work. But like <laughs> it's funny, like Liz was explaining to me the way light hits things, and I was like, that doesn't even process in my brain. When I look at that Chick-fil-A cup, I'm not going like, to me it looks like white and red and with a like a fucking red straw mm-hmm. and i and like but sh- the way she sees it is no the light's hitting it from behind mm-hmm. see so the it's shadow gonna, yeah and then the, and how, I, I would never even know see how this white looks different from this white over here yeah and this red is a little bit darker it's fucking it's endless i'm just now starting to get into lighting shit because of oh because of podcast, this yeah videos. lighting is everything and lighting videos everything. i i understand lighting but when it comes to 3D stuff, I think my brain works better, like like sure. with sculpting, like, and that's another thing. I have to when I feel the clay, mm. I I immediately know, like, okay, this has to be this size, and I have, and then I sit back and I look at it and I go, okay, I'm making ears. Like, did I did I show you my Freddy Krueger I've been sculpting? Mm-mm. I'm sculpting a, a mini Freddy for an art thing. That's, You've uh, talked about it, but yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Well, it was like it was like when me and Aaron were talking about songwriting last weekend, or I'm um, last, last week. Last week, yeah. Um, it's so interesting to me how p- different people write songs. Cause that on the other hand is like, it's like if you put 20 songwriters in a room and somebody says, write a song about fucking making soup, 
or whatever. They're all different. They're all going to be different songs. And they were all written differently too. Yeah, exactly. There's so no, there's, I guess there I could are, compare that to the, to the art, like, like drawing a live model or something. And you can go even further. Like there's different formulas of songs too. Like somebody could write a punk song or yeah. somebody could write like a rock song or someone could write a pop song about soup, all these things. Oh yeah. And they're all different. So crazy to me. I know. Yeah. I like that. And it's, I, I wonder if it's going to be like that in your new trade. Where like you're gonna watch five people do the same task and they're all gonna do it differently. Maybe. And they're gonna go, no, no, no. This is how I do it. I heat it up this certain way because it's kind of like that at my job. Like I'm sure there's you, probably some. You learn like the little ins and outs of doing certain tasks, and you just sort of like pick up little bits from everybody. I don't know. At the end of the day, though, uh, the thing that we'll be doing is putting up bridges and buildings, though. So as That's long cool. as as long as it's standing up. Then I think we win. So an apprenticeship for that's what five years? I think so, five yeah. years. But you get paid. Uh huh. All right, good. And I <laughs> fucking off the, off the podcast. You should Google how much they make. Uh, yeah, no, it's I know. Pretty crazy. I know. I have I have clients like I, who I still cut their hair and stuff that are in the union, and it's like I would it's insane. I would really really like to get in. I'll say that. Yeah. And then let's see. Oh, that's uh uh. uh I had I only had one more thing for this episode. Sure. I want to play a game. <laughs> okay. But you'll love it because it's I'm an, sure I will. It's an improv game. Okay, oh, I love improv. But I'm going to be uh I I'm going to be the Okay, so I'm going to be the one who is like I'm going to try and get you to do something and your objective is to try and leave the conversation. I'm trying to leave the conversation. Yes, because so to sum it up, like you like say you have to tell somebody something like on the other side of the hangar or whatever. You simply have to tell them some information. They have to say either yes or no, maybe a brief summary, and that's it. Uh, uh, We'll just have to start playing it. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So I want you to ask me if I uh, sent this email with the attachment attached to it. I can't. My kid has an emergency doctor appointment. I have to go. Oh, okay. <laughs> Didn't you say it's my goal to leave the conversation? Yeah. Well, but first. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's a winner right there. No, not yet. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, I have to tell you that I, I sent the email. So you're coming from across the office. I'm at my desk okay. and you're going to ask me if this thing is done. Right. Hey, boss coming through. Go. My boss coming through. Oh shit! He's announcing himself again. Yeah, hey, I know Matt. you love that. Hey Matt, what's up? Hey, uh, I sent that email earlier with the PDF attached. You know, I sent an email too. Okay. No, you uh, you flipped it. You have to ask me if I sent it. Start over. Oh god damn it! All boss right. coming through. Boss coming through. All right. Oh, you're, you're telling me what to say now? I'm the boss here, Tom. I forgot. Thomas. Sorry. And I'm coming. Okay. Through. Hey Matt. Hey. 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 Good afternoon. Did you send that? Did you? I'm a little perturbed because I thought an email was supposed to be sent out. Did you send that email out? Oh, yeah, I did. You mean the uh, the 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 email to Andrew's company, whatever it's called? Yeah, I did. Okay. So did it have the PDF attached? It did have the PDF attached. Because I didn't see a PDF. Oh, well, let me copy you. Uh, let me Let me hit reply all and copy you on that one. 
Okay, because I really, I, I checked. Like, I'm pretty good at this stuff. You know me. You know how nosy I am, physically, <laughs> metaphorically. Uh, I saw no PDF. And the thing about this, Tom, is that in this company, I know you've been doing this only for like a little bit or whatever. I know I sometimes I rely on you. Sometimes I rely on different people for this. But um, I don't really have the time today for these types of mistakes. Okay. Well, I'm going to hit reply all and I'm going to copy you on it and I'll make sure that I send it again. So before you do that, can you please make a checklist and set it atop of your desk uh, so that you remember to include PDFs, that you remember to CC? This has turned into me, me being disciplined and this is not how I wanted this improv to go. You do like this job, right? This job sucks and you can take it and shove it. You're fired. Uh, I'm not fired because I quit. Well, I fired you first. <laughs> the point of you... I thought I was supposed to gaslight you. No. I'm the person who's not letting you go. You are supposed to ask me a thing. Very simple. I need directions. I'm only... All right. I'm only... We're only going to try this one more time because <laughs> this is... Exhausting, not, right? This is not how I wanted it to go. This is what Liz lives with every single day. I just want you to know. Well, that's why... Uh, that's why she she pays the bills around here and not me. Well, she okay. Well, see now that's gaslighting me. Anyway, as <laughs> I pay the bills, <laughs> I'm I'm the I'm the um, I'm just kidding. I'm I'm the underling who is I'm gonna do a thing. Okay. You're you're the supervisor who's okay. simply coming around to ask a question. Okay. And get the information and leave. Okay. Okay. All right. So, so my goal is to leave the conversation, but happily. Like I, I have all the information with the information. Okay, but you still like it shouldn't take that long. Okay, it's a simple. It's essentially a simple yes or no. Okay, boss man coming through. All right, hey boss, what's up? Well, hi Tom. Uh, did you send that email earlier? I did. I sent the email. Um, I may or may not have remembered to attach that PDF. Uh, Do you think you could check again for me? Yeah, let me check. Can you uh, hold on really quick? I'm going to scroll down. Let me check my sent box. You know what? I didn't send it. Uh, I didn't attach it. Let me hit reply all, and I'll copy you on it, and I'll make sure that I do attach it because that customer, uh, I know they're kind of of notorious for, you know, making excuses as to why they're not paying us. You're trying to leave now. You're trying to leave now. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead and uh, forward me that email and reply to it, and uh, I'll catch you later. Yeah, but like, but when when they get the email, how how are we supposed to know that they're receiving it properly? Because I emailed them the same so, about the same I'm, project Tom, last week. Tom, I I hear you. Uh, I hear you. You're valid. <laughs> um, I I I have to run at this moment. But you're doing great work. Make sure you hit reply all. I'll come back after my meeting and check on you. See, that's the thing. I'm going into that all meeting right. too. All right. Well, I'll see you there. I have a lot of notes. For, see, see, those people. And uh, Bro, scene. I have so many of those at work. Dude, they won't fact, let it go. Jay, I, I don't want to spoil, but Jay has a way of getting away from people that are over explainers and it's fucking hilarious i i I want him to just tell the story of how he does it he has a method next time he's on i want to hear this it's it's really funny dude that well that's who i'm working conversation trappers conversation the punisher just fucking (laughs) 
beat you down with information you don't give a fuck about. Yeah. And they just like, you can't go. <laughs> I know. I had so many funny things too to do as your boss. And I was like, I can't Dude, ruin the bit. Our, our GM, like he, just, he has this way about him. He's like, He's really smooth, but he's not like corny. He's just cool. He's just a cool dude. He'll breeze in, like ask a simple question. He needs a simple response. Yeah. Very simple sure. because he's got a lot of shit to do yeah. in the whole fucking building. And my one fucking coworker sometimes will not let him go. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm, I'm watching him just inch away like, oh, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, got it. All right, cool. Thanks. And she's, <laughs> she's just fucking hammering him just huh beating him down i'm like <laughs> fuck man oh, i love it dude it's so f- and i'm so glad i'm like only a like caddy corner desk away because i just get to fucking just... don't you love the people <laughs> that trap you in a conversation and you think the conversation it gets quieter and then it ends and you're like all right i'll sit and then they Excellent. fucking ring then, you then... right back in <laughs> They hog tie you back into dude. that conversation. I fucking hate it, dude. That oh, happens so man. much at my work, bro. You have no idea. Anywho, this has been a wonderful episode. Yeah, that's that's of thank you for your services <laughs> podcast. Yeah. The podcast dedicated to the working world, complaining, uh talking about movies, music. Talking shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking shit, sure. I don't know. Do we talk shit? Yeah, that's like my favorite thing to do is fucking whine. Well, make sure you're following us on our Instagram at thanks for your services underscore podcast. That's where you can find our links to everything. Uh, before I keep going, do you want to plug your other podcast, Tommy Two Streets? Um, yeah, I can do that. Uh, I have another podcast called Irrelevant and Illiterate with a former uh, guest, uh, friend of the show, acquaintance of the show, if you will, uh, Dennis. And it's just about jokes, comedy, and uh, hardcore music, really. That is irrelevant and illiterate. Also on YouTube, also on podcast things. Excellent, excellent. Instagram, IRR, at IRR and ILL. Uh, and then if you're not a social media person, you can find us at thank you for your services. You're spelled you are at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Once again, that's thank you for your services at gmail.com. You can write us in whatever you want. I'll tell you what, listeners, if we have an email, any email by episode 51. Yeah. What are we doing? I will Venmo you a dollar. What? Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Put your Venmo in the email, and I will send you a dollar when we get it. Oh. Only if it's only by episode fifty-one. Don't even fucking try it by episode fifty-two, because I'll be fresh out. We need to get some T-shirts. We can start giving away T-shirts. Uh, we should get some listeners first. Classic band mistake. Before we get into t-shirts. <laughs> buying the T-shirts before you have any fans. Can you imagine? Uh, actually, I can't uh, imagine. Unfortunately, we both can. can. Yeah. All right. All right. Good night, everybody. Thank you for